This is Kevin Burke from the Thumbs in Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. In this episode of the Andy Griffith Show, we're going to be talking about one of the fan favorites known as Citizen's Arrest. And by the way, in October of 1985, Jim Neighbors on a television show said that this episode was his favorite Andy Griffith Show episode, and there are a lot of fans who would agree with him on that. But this episode appeared on December 16, 1963, was written by Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fritz, and was directed by Dick Crenna. The episode starts out with uh, Andy and Barney in the courthouse going through some files, and you hear them singing the song, Tell My Darling Mother I'll Be There. It's a couple episodes where they sing together, and they sound really good, which is, again, sort of different where we have the episode where, uh, you know, Barney in the choir, and he uh, has trouble with his singing voice, so... You know, again, uh, a little minor inconsistency. Maybe Andy's such a good singer, it makes Barney sound better. Who knows? But uh, again, uh, they're harmonizing pretty well there. And after they sing a little bit, they start reminiscing, going through some old files, and they begin to realize that Barney had been with the police force for more than 10 years. And again, this shows you how the show uh, tried to set a timeline because the show was only on for eight seasons. But they showed that Barney had been with the force for about a month more than 10 years, and Andy looks at a document that shows when Barney received his first revolver. And uh, Barney starts to get a little bit emotional thinking about, uh, you know, all that he's done. And Andy's complimenting him. And, and uh, he starts to get a little teary-eyed. And uh, all of a sudden, Opie comes bursting in. And uh, Barney sort of covers his face and rushes out. <laughs> and Andy covers for him. Well, in the next scene, uh, we see uh, Barney who's coming. Uh, excuse me, Barney is sitting in a squad car out on the street. But Gomer comes out of the post office. And he's getting in his truck, and as he's leaving, he makes a U-turn. Barney sees this happen and uh, starts screaming at Gomer, goes, makes him pull over, and in a long story short, writes him a ticket for a 911, uh, a U-turn, or a 911 for making a U-turn. And then later threatens him with a possible 912, which is uh, uh, ins- insulting the intelligence of an officer, but uh, he didn't write him there. And it's ironic that... Uh, uh, Barney threatened with this because he ends, ends up uh, insulting uh, Gomer Pyle a couple of times during this interaction. Um, so again, uh, the interaction between these two is hilarious. Uh, I love the interplay between uh, uh, Jim Neighbors and Don Knotts and Otis Smith, who's, uh, um, excuse me, I said I used his character name and his real name, Hal Smith, who plays Otis on this episode. Uh, the interaction between Barney and uh, Otis are very good too. We'll get to that in just a moment. So, as Barney's uh, writing out a ticket uh, uh, and gives it to him, the crowd starts to gather a little bit. Barney makes one of his famous speeches, and then Barney gets back into the squad car and uh, makes a U-turn to leave, and we hear the famous, Citizens arrest! Citizens arrest! You know, and he, uh, Gomer's just saying it over and over and over and pulls Barney over, and now the crowd's really gotten big. And, um, you know, he's, he's telling Barney he's got to write himself a ticket. And I like the way uh, Gomer says police instead of police in this episode. Well, Andy comes up, and during this time, Barney is really fuming. He calls Gomer a boob and then later calls him nutsy. <laughs> Again, I love that term, nutsy. Uh, so as the crowd's getting bigger and Andy realizes what's going on, he pulls Barney aside a little bit and tells him to write himself a ticket. That's good public relations. So Barney does it, but he's really mad. So in the next part of this episode, we see that Barney and Andy are back in the courthouse, and Barney is one of the maddest you'll ever see him on the Andy Griffith Show. And uh, he decides he's not going to pay the $5 fine. Andy offers to pay it for him. Barney says, I'm not going to have any of that. 
he decides to put himself in jail. Now, I thought about having the trivia question, is he in jail cell number one or jail cell number two? But if you're, if you're a good watcher of the Andy Griffith Show, you know he put himself in jail cell number two. And then Barney and Andy get into it a little bit. So you're going to see Barney get into it with at least three different people in the episode, three main characters. And Barney actually calls Andy his ex-best friend uh, again. So again, you can tell I love this episode. Well, in the next scene, it's nighttime, and uh, Otis comes in, and he's drunk. He has a little conversation with Barney where he says he's uh, celebrating, taking his first drink, and he's been in love with drinking ever since, been drinking for 27 years. Um, so as he's walking toward cell number one, which is Otis's cell, he sees Barn in the cell. And remember, he's drunk, so he becomes confused, thinks he's in the twilight zone. And then he, after he realizes a little bit of what happens, he starts to tease Barney. And again, Barney and Otis argue, and, and I love the Otis. Barney's in jail, Barney's in jail. <laughs> Again, Andy has enough of it, tells him to quiet down, and then he leaves for the night. Well, in the next scene, we see Aunt B and uh, Andy come in. And one of the things I want you to notice, you know, this episode could have been totally focused on just Andy, Barney, and Gomer, but how they include the other characters. The writers are wise enough to get Aunt B and Opie and uh, Otis in this episode. It's just uh, just so good. So again, when Aunt B and Andy come in the next morning, Aunt B's bringing some breakfast and some coffee, and Barney won't have any of it. He's sitting at a desk in the corner, looks like he's doing something. So Aunt B leaves, and uh, Barney uh, lets himself out of the cell for just a moment and gives Andy his resignation letter. And you can tell Barney thinks this is going to shock Andy, but Andy just looks at it in a solemn face and says, I accept it. And you can see that this sort of bothers Barney a little bit. Uh, but uh, basically, you know, Barty keeps telling him, you realize I'm resigning, and Andy says, I understand, and basically accepts the letter and then uh, leaves. And once he leaves, you get to see some of the great acting by Don Knotts. Uh, just with the use of his facial expressions and the close-up of the camera, you can see that Barney starts to reconsider or understand, you know, how mammoth his decision is to, uh, you know, leave the police force. Well, in the next scene, we see Opie uh, riding into the filling station, and Gomer's standing out there, and we hear Gomer basically saying, water and air's free, uh, but, you know, they do charge for gas. And uh, Opie basically tells Gomer about how Barney quit the force, and it all came about because uh, Gomer and the uh, uh, citizens arrest, and uh, Gomer gets a little bit concerned. Now, again, stop here for just a moment. One of the things that Andy Griffith said, the reason the Andy Griffith show was always so popular is because they cared about each other. So even though they got in squabbles and Gomer was mad at Barney and vice versa, Gomer was still concerned that Barney had quit the police force. And so uh, what we see happen next is Gomer's way to try to resolve the issue. So in the next scene, we see the phone ringing in the courthouse and, uh, and Otis, who's uh, coming out of his drunken state, rushes to the phone and answers it and realizes there's been a holdup. And he, and he rushes out uh, to go get Andy, and we see Barney contemplating, oh, gosh, what am I going to do as he's st in, in jail? So finally, um, uh, we see uh, Andy driving up in the squad car up to the filling station in Gomer. And, and basically, uh, Gomer seems unconcerned that uh, he had called in a robbery and wants to know where Barney is. And finally, when he realizes uh, that Barney's not there, he tells Andy that he, he faked it. And, of course, Andy gets a little bit upset. Well, then we hear Barney come running up. Um, wanting to know uh, what he can do to help with the crime. And he's, uh, you know, back in uniform, got a rifle with him. And then Andy tells Barney that it was a false alarm. And so <laughs> Barney says he's going to write uh, Gomer up on a 785 and a couple others. And uh, 
and uh, you start to see the cycle again where Barney and uh, Gomer are going to get into it again. And so Barney gets in the squad car and uh, drives off, then making a U-turn out of there. We see uh, Gomer chasing yelling citizens arrest again. So again, uh, I love this episode. The final scene, we see Barney apologizing uh, to Andy back in the courthouse for uh, the way he acted in this whole situation. Again, another example of how the characters care about each other. And he, he asks Andy what he's going to do with the resignation letter, and Andy says he'll just file it with, with the rest of them. And he starts to read some of the dates and uh, the beginning of some of the letters where Barney has resigned in the past. Now, one of the things I want you to uh, realize, and again, this is one of the inconsistencies in the show, uh, we hear Barney's middle name mentioned as Milton in some cases. Well, in this particular episode, when Andy's reading the letter, he says that his middle initial is P, Bernard P. Fife. So again, uh, another inconsistency there with uh, Barney's middle name. So the question for this particular episode is, um, the trivia question is, when you're watching the episode, you're going to have to look closely for this, what is in on a shelf in Barney's cell? Again, I'll say that one more time. In this particular episode, in Barney's cell number two, what do you see on a shelf in the cell? If you think you know the answer to this particular trivia question, uh, you can send me an email at burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E at the letter imayberry.com. Or you can go to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, and there you can find the answer in parentheses after the name of this episode, which again is Citizen's Arrest. If you have any questions or comments about Burke on Mayberry, don't hesitate to contact me at that email address again, burke at imayberry.com. And as they would say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.